Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 284 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolchaki, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buarguayo. The man I call Crunch Crunch. Less. You're going to start calling me click click every time I use my mouse Oof, instead. I, I heard two different words there. Thank God it was click. The man that everyone calls the king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? I also heard the two different words. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good for you, thought, click, click. Good job, click, click. <laughs> the man who's put in so many hours of work and the great Red Dead Redemption, El Ombre himself, Mr. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? Yeah, I definitely am going to have to uh, probably seek help for my addiction to Red Dead Redemption, too. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's right. I, I went on YouTube today and I was looking at backgrounds and stuff just for shits and giggles, like stuff for our YouTube's things. And God damn, it's beautiful. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. It really it's, is. It's man. just I mean, like, it's, it's stunning. It, yeah, it, it's using the word stunning seems a bit much, but listen, and I'm, I probably have talked about this mm -hmm. on the show, but I saw on the, uh, like the Reddit for Red Dead two specifically that this guy his daughter had done screen grabs of some of the oh, scenery yeah. and sent yeah. it in to the local news on the out and about segment oh, yeah. and <laughs> two different times it made the news because it looks that good that's and that's funny because i know stanley kubrick there's a urban legend where they said if you pause any frame of a stanley kubrick film it'll look like a, you can put a painting on a wall like it, it's that beautiful so Red Dead's probably right up there in video game lore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's breathtaking, man. There's a few spots where I've stopped, and even though I've have at this point over two thousand hours in the game, I stop and look, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it it's amazing. It's like I almost want to go outside. Almost. Yeah, this it is it really <laughs> is beautiful. Almost, almost. Yeah. Well, how's uh, how are you doing? Let's um, start with you, buddy. Like, you doing all right? How are you feeling? Now, last week you were feeling a little ill. You know, finally, uh, by I guess yesterday was the first day that I didn't take cold medicine, 
and it i feel a lot better it's you know i'm not 100 percent, but you know how it is after you felt sick when you finally do feel better yeah. it's like oh my, i've never felt better in my life <laughs> you're right but exactly it, here's what's weird man i am like a caffeine junkie like i used to have a bit of a problem with speed you know when i was young oh uh when i take cold medicine i i realized like by day four it makes me grind my teeth like super hard i was really? sitting here playing xbox and i realized i had my jaw clenched down so tight and i never do that as the cold medicine or oh, something shit. in it yeah so i switched over to math it's a lot better yes yes it sure no is. teeth at all now so you're good that's right you know? We, there was a, did you ever try Sudafed for like, yeah. just to get, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a big, big thing that hockey players used to do. They called it Sudies back then. So you just pop a bunch of two Sudafeds before a game and you're ready to go. It's like, gives you yeah. a crazy kick. Yeah. It's all that, that ephedrine in it. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, that's good. I'm glad we put that out there for people to try. <laughs> Lus, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Hanging in there. Enjoying another uh, episode with you guys. Yes, we're missing Randy, guys. I uh, he had to work, so we're definitely missing him. And Randy and Les gave me a lot of shit this weekend for not watching the new season of Cobra Kai. So what I did is I binged it because I was really pumped up to talk about it today. And um, Randy's not here, so we're not going to talk about it. But I found out Eric yeah. hasn't seen it, so Eric's going to watch some episodes. So we're all going to talk about it next week when Randy's here. And I also trying to get. I'm going to try to get Sal on because Sal is a huge fan of Cobra Kai, and I'd like to get his take on episode oh, four yeah. of Boba Fett and the season of Cobra Kai. That's so, a good idea. Yeah, so we'll try to get Sal on next week as well. But Randy, we miss you, and I hope to see you. Oh, we'll see you tomorrow probably. Um, but I uh, hope you're back, King Tom. How you doing? You know, man? speaking of cold medicine, I found out today that Nyquil has an expiration date. Oh, that's not good. I was for looking me. for some Nyquil, and my Shit. wife says, "What's the expiration date?" We had like four bottles. Mm. I think the most recent one we had expired in 2019. We had one that expired in 2012. You still went for it, though. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. Uh, does Pepto Bismol have an expiration? Because I think I've had Pepto Bismol from like 1985. You know, I still have a bottle of Tums I bought in college. Tums is amazing shit, isn't it? It is. It it's is. just like within 30 seconds, your Harper's gone. It's pure chalk. It is. Yep. I but give it a Malik. He writes, writes with it. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. All I can think of with the, these expired meds or, or you know, over-the-counter things is uh, that scene from Wolf of Wall Street where they take the uh, – <laughs> the, uh, the quaaludes? The quaaludes, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. the ludes, and they don't kick in, so they just keep on taking them until they finally – they have a delayed yeah. reaction, and they hit like a Mack truck. Oh, That's all I see man. from you guys. Yeah. Oh, man. I have no heartburn anymore. I don't have a heart. Great. Yeah, what a great scene, dude. DiCaprio yeah. is so good in it. Oh, it was a good movie. Was yeah, good no, night. no, I'm, I'm doing good. I don't need any, any, any medicine, so I guess I'm doing good, yeah. You sure you want to try that Sudafed thing? I'm I'm sure. I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm (laughs) kidding. Well, guys, let's jump into the Weekend Geek. Guys, check out our website. I actually updated our website for once, thesithlist.net. We have all of our episodes on there. We got our new YouTube stuff on there. So check it out. Our Pot It Forward page. 
is still up and running. And our merch page is still up and running, unbelievably. And the coolest part that I went back before King Tom was an official member, we have a actual page dedicated to King Tom and all his old voicemails that he used wow. to send in. And I still have them up there. So if you want to check that out, uh, yeah, click on the King Tom uh, tab on our sithlist.net and, and check it out. It's great. It's called On the Throne with King Tom. So th- that's why you invited me on the show. You didn't want to update that page anymore. Yeah, I know. It, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> so yeah, I appreciate you coming back and being on officially. But guys, also, um, like I said, check us out on YouTube. That'd be fantastic. We're doing the Book of Boba Fett. A lot of reactions from last night. We're going to talk about that. Good, bad. I don't know. You're going to find out very soon. And um, I think that's about it with the uh, shenanigans. So we can jump right into the box office. Unbelievably, no surprise here, Spider-Man No Way Home, $33 million once again guys seeing two 12 million that's done really well the 355 didn't do so well 4.8 million uh the king's man 3.3 million and american underdog 2.4 million and here is the numbers for as of two days as of yesterday for spider-man 1 billion 535 million 856 thousand dollars wow yeah insane 867 million worldwide and it's still going strong. That is during the Omicron uh, surge, by the way, people. That is insane. I, I, I can't imagine how much money this would have made if everything was uh, like crystal clear. Right. Probably, probably $2 billion, right? Probably. Um, you know, I, I think Spider-Man is, is fantastic, and I love those numbers. The one thing that kind of screams to me here, um, I don't think Kingsman has broken double digits one week no, it hasn't. in this run. No, nice. and were they planning on making a whole franchise? Oh, they are. They're they're actually writing the last the one with one, yeah. Eggsy right now. Is that going to even happen? I mean, I yeah, I know COVID is putting a whole putting a damper on box office numbers, but that's it. Might be an HBO Max thing. Bad number, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. That's the Sing Sing did really well though. Mm-hmm. It did. Sing, I'll tell you right now, Sing is. At 295 million worldwide, guys. That's pretty good. Sing to. That is surprising. Holy mackerel. Let me tell you what Kingsman did. Maybe it's huge in Britain. How much do you think Kingsman has made? 41 million. Worldwide, 98. So it's done pretty well, man. $72 million internationally. It's just. Americans that don't give a shit about the British. So like twenty six million domestically or something. Uh, it has made, 27. yeah, twenty five domestically. Wow. Yeah, seventy two million internationally. It's going to break a hundred million worldwide. It'll probably end up with like one hundred ten worldwide. That's enough for them to make it. Yeah, make another one, especially with the original actors and Eggsy. The first one was phenomenal, man. I love the first mm-hmm. one. Second one was crap. Yeah, it was not good. It was awful. Yeah, when uh, Elton John starts like shooting guns and stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. But that is your box office. Anything? Anybody watch anything this week? I, like I said, I watched Cobra Kai, and I'm also watching Arcane. I just jumped back to that, and then I watched a great movie last night called Tender Bar, and this is a movie that's uh, directed by George Clooney, and it's starring 
a great young actor, a little kid. It's his first movie. He's phenomenal in it. And Ty Sheridan is the older version of the kid. And Ben Affleck is the one of the main actors in it. I highly recommend it. It is really good. It's a coming-of-age movie. It's a feel-good type of film. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, I would really suggest you watching it. Especially when there's a lot of shit going on right now and, and uh, stuff is depressing. Um, it's a really good written movie. And it's based on a true story. So very cool. So check that out. Anybody watching anything else? I watched Don't Look Up. Oh, and, uh, oh Amanda I, I, and I watched. Okay, it. I'm interested and, in your take here. Oh my gosh, it ruled so hard. Oh, great and awesome. I, it surprises me when people say that they didn't dig it. Which I mean, whatever. Everybody, everybody likes their own thing. I think for me, I suspect there's certain people out there who don't like it because it hits a little too close to home as far as <laughs> right. like how people act <laughs> yeah. and how up their own butts they are. Right. Uh, when it comes to social media, and you know, I. Maybe they were trying to make a commentary on how things went with COVID, but I don't necessarily think it's just that. I think it's like, this is how people divide lines based off things that have nothing to do with the thing. Right. And that's just human nature, but it's unfortunate. But one thing I want to say, and I mentioned this on the motivators, you know, I don't talk a lot about my faith, right? Right. But at near the end of the movie, this they introduce this kid who's a Christian, and you know he's T- Timothy Chalamet. He's the hippest looking person in the entire thing mm. with the hair and the ball cap and all, and all. He's that. cool. He's cool. He is the only one who's not afraid. He's calm and collected, and the way they portrayed him, you just do not see Christianity portrayed like this mm. in mainstream media at all and in the scene where they're like i I feel like should we at least say a prayer or something i don't know what to do and the way they shot it they did like almost that slow motion hero walk thing he goes i got this and i I was like banger man and it's like (laughs) it's about damn time because like in my circles that's what christians are like not the zealot looking down at other people and don't get me wrong i know there's tons of christians out there like that but i just thought that was very refreshing man that was cool very refreshing i loved the movie and the ending (laughs) (laughs) the very very end it's called a (laughs) brother yeah yeah we don't we won't spoil it for people that haven't seen it but and you remember watch it going in knowing that it's the heaviest satire you'll ever see in your life okay so just, just remember that the acting is really good. DiCaprio. How great is DiCaprio in it? It's every every character is very believable. Yeah. Like there's nobody who's so outlandishly over the top that you're like, there's no human like that on earth. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Because even Meryl Streep, you know, as president, mm-hmm. maybe that's, but Jonah Hill. Oh, his character, dude, it just everything about it was great. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Some people hated it, but it, yeah, I think you have to go in knowing that they're trying to make fun. But that's good. I'm glad you liked it. Did anybody else watch anything? Less? You watch anything? No? Uh, King Tom Boo? Nothing? You good? I, I uh, started watching, or well, my wife and I started watching Chuck with our kids. Oh, 
Dude, Chuck, I love that show. It's, it's a great show. And we just we just started the second season the other night. The Nerd Herd. Yep. Jeffster. Yes, dude. I, that show was super cool. I love that show. Yeah, that's a great, great show. Um, I also, uh, me and Lorena uh, started watching Boardwalk Empire. She hadn't seen any of the episodes, so she's watching it. I'm re-watching it. I, I've seen it. I love that show. Um, it's such a great show. It's on HBO Max, people. If you haven't seen Boardwalk Empire and you love, like, mafia gangster flicks, this is a story about the beginnings of Atlantic City, and 90% of it is factual, 90, 95% of it is factual. And the first episode was directed by Martin Scorsese. And it's produced by uh, Terrence Winter, which who, who he, I believe, is written and produced. I think he produced and wrote Sopranos, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe that's who it is. It's phenomenal. And when you watch it, you're going to see a bunch of people that you now know are like A-listers. Uh, super, super great. I know Les and I watched it in... I had to call him after the season finale of episode season one because I almost punched the hole in my door because I was so upset. And I, ref- I said, I refuse to watch the show ever again. Uh, Lorena hasn't gotten to that part yet, so I can't wait. Boo, you watch anything? Yeah, I finished uh, season two of The Witcher. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, what do you so, think? Oh, uh, what is it? I dug it. Um it's it's good. It's solid action. More action in this season, stuff like that. You get more story. You finally, at the end of season two, you really figure out what the fuck is going on. Oh, as finally. Far as, okay. Yeah, finally. But it takes two seasons. Two seasons to. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Actually, going on. kind of begin the story essentially, where they're like, okay, now this is where we start. It felt like so. It was good. It was good. Uh, I did say that it's going to be a little more linear story, so it'll be a smoother thing. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> a lot of stuff, a lot of characters, a lot of, uh, not side plots, but, you know, things are moving, you know, around the uh, around the continent, as they call it. So uh, it is a bit more linear, but just a smidge less confusing without the... Uh, Without the, uh, what is it, the going back in time, showing you what's going on here, and then coming back to the present, stuff like that. But yeah. all, all the characters are are coming into their own, essentially. So, you know, it's not like, you know, somebody's useless or just kind of dead weight or anything. Everybody's, everybody's going to, you know, pick up their own slack, which is nice. And now it really begins. You see what the hell is going on if for the for the third season, essentially. So How, how are I the monsters it. in this season better than the first season? Like yeah. effects wise. Okay. Yeah. There's, they're better and there's more of them. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so yeah. So that's always awesome. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. More monsters and stuff like that. It's just, it's just really high quality uh, fantasy. So yeah, it's awesome. So I, I do recommend it. Make sure you pay attention. Maybe watch, rewatch a couple episodes. Oh, like oh yeah. To. I'm still on season one, dude. I, I, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that yeah, one out. So, so if you get frustrated, just rewatch it. Cause that's what I had to do. I was like, wait, what? One more time. So yeah. yeah. I think I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, but before we everything. before we jump into like the Star Wars stuff, I wanted to thank Chris Willis uh, personally for sending me and Eric some fantastic dad jokes lately, guy. So uh, highly, highly appreciated. Uh, the last one that he sent, um, this is phenomenal. It was so good, I instantly had to call Lorena and use it on her, and uh, she ignored it. But <laughs> what happens when you eat aluminum? You sheet metal. 
That's right. You sheet metal. That is right up my alley. And I know it's right up Eric's alley. So Chris, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much. Before yeah. you jump into the Star Wars thing, I need to say thank you for Sal having me on the Rogue Rebels. Brittany and I that was a good. That was a fun episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. I heard about Before that. I forget. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, no, awesome. it, it was fun. It was like one of those impromptu things. We weren't doing anything Saturday night. So I was like, sure, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. So, yeah. It's always fun going on that show. It is. I mean, last time I went on that show, I uh, we talked about Metallica for about an hour and 20 minutes and Star Wars for 10 <laughs> minutes, I think. But, <laughs> but it was cool. It was great. I loved it. It was phenomenal. Hey, Arash. Yeah. I'm considering buying a telescope. It's something I'm thinking of looking into. <laughs> that's exciting all right it has begun chris this is what you did you made me to say thank you to you and that's going to be all night long here we go i i apologize you know, from here on out funny. for this episode that was really good that was really good oh my god all right kylo let's do this it's time for eric's star wars report so the big the big news obviously is the third episode of the book of Boba Fett. But real quick before we jump into it, I want to hit the other things because I'm afraid we won't make it to them <laughs> if we don't. Okay, uh, just real quick in video game news, there has been a potential release date for Star Wars Jedi Part Two. There. The, apparently, and I'm getting this from the Bespin Bulletin, it's not going to be Fallen Order Part 2. It's going to be Star Wars Jedi to some other subtitle. Oh. And, uh, I mean, it's the same character, but anyway, Fall of 2022. That's what we're getting. Nice. So, that's great. I do hope that that's a thing. Because the first one is really good, and you know, it's not, there's no online component to it. So there's not, what's so funny? Oh. So, okay, private chat time. So Eric, Eric's saying that, yeah. that I'm sounding a little off, like I'm a little loud, right? It says, does Raj sound like he's right on the verge of breaking up when he talks louder for everyone else? Like a hard T sound? And Tom said, King Tom said, maybe. And then I put, am I still really loud? And King Tom says, not now, Eric is talking. So, yeah, that was what was funny. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, <laughs> anyway, so there's no online component for Fallen Order, okay? And normally with a studio, there's really no obligation to do anything else with the game at that point. But they went ahead and when the new, new uh, generation of consoles came out, they updated it for free. Oh. They've continually done things to it. Like, for example, they came out with a an update about a year. Well, dude, who knows? Actually, with COVID, it it could have been ten years ago. But they <laughs> they had it where you could start it. It was a new game plus, which mm-hmm. essentially let you have like the outfits you had unlocked and all of these things when you started a new game, which is pretty cool. These game studios that doesn't make them any extra money and with video games when you know people right now there's a whole movement of save red dead online listen people if you don't spend money on it they can't keep developing it that's just how it works but anyway that's what something that made fallen order really cool it's a great game 
The engine's great. It's a lot of fun. So if you haven't had it, check it out. It's, I don't know how PlayStation does it, but it is available as part of uh, Game Pass on Xbox. You don't even have to buy it. Oh, Just that's cool. play it. Yeah, it's under EA Play. And uh, so that's cool, man. I'm, I'm hoping we get that. And we're obviously still waiting on the Lego Skywalker saga, which yeah. is supposed to be spring of this year. We'll see. The uh, Tamara Morrison, <coughs> pardon me, uh, Tamara Morrison was talking about uh, the finale of the book of Boba Fett. And it was today. I'm just kidding. It, he said, <laughs> there's big surprises in store. Big surprises. Yeah. Well, that would be my guess too after this. So, past <laughs> that's all I got. Let's talk about episode well, be- three. Before you do that, uh, the cinematographer, I think, was on somebody that's in the heavily involved in making the show was on podcast with Kevin Smith. And he said the net, the last three episodes are going to wow people. So there's that. So let's hope <laughs> that's the case. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, okay. Now, specifically, everybody, full spoilers. Everybody's seen it. We're not going to recap the episode for you. We're just going to talk about it. And the one thing I want to say is I thought it was pretty neat how Christopher Lloyd and the mayor came from the f- came from the past up to now, right? And they run into the mayor having problems with Griff Tanner Tannen and his gang. And dude, the way they saw the way they got that all together was great. And uh, the Pepsi ads, you know, built right in were a little awesome. much, but I thought it was pretty good. All in all. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen Back to the Future 2, right. you will be wondering what, what I'm talking about. But right. this gang, okay, some I saw a complaint about Book of Boba Fett in general. And uh, also, I think that was they were applying this to The Mandalorian. And I got to tell you, there's some traction on this, is that everything looks brand new. Nothing looks old and aged. They're in the desert, and everybody's clothes look like they bought them that morning. Everybody's. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that's a thing. Now, listen, I love The Mandalorian, and I love the book of Boba Fett, but this episode had some pretty questionable choices, in my opinion. The yes. look of the gang. I, I mean, seriously, the first thing I thought of was Griff Tannen and his gang from... <laughs> from back to the future too that's what it made me think of but then the other thing i thought of is i can't believe that a paramore tribute band (laughs) was in the book of boba fett (laughs) and so then it blows my mind because well wait a minute this is a galaxy long time ago is paramore the tribute band for this band Don't get me wrong. I like that girl's look. I think I think it's cute. But, um, dude, what the what? And my other thing, and I this bums me out to no end, is the fate of the Tuscans. I really, mm-hmm. really wanted to see them have a a happy conclusion to the whole thing, especially considering what had happened to them before and just all that stuff now mind you when we see when boba comes back and finds the disaster 
the number of bodies doesn't seem to match what we no. saw before. But Hawes and I were talking, and it it could just be that they didn't want to beat you up with the fact that they murdered everybody. You know, you don't see that kid laying there dead. No, but you would have saw the warrior, dude. The warrior got away. The warrior got away for sure. Well, hopefully. And she's going to come back and help out at the last episode or something. I hope so, man. They, they would have showed her. But, uh, yeah. I mean, there were elements of the episode I liked. I'm not going to say I hated it, but man. What? Right. The, okay. I'm sorry. I realize I'm monopolizing this whole thing. One of my complaints before was how everything felt really tight. Mm-hmm. Every all the shots very tight. Well, they did a really cool thing where they showed tons of desert scape. Yeah. But now, as they panned up next to Boba at one point during that, I'm like, oh my god, he's in front of a screen. And yeah. then they pan back out, and everything looks far away again. And it was like, okay, that's not so bad. <laughs> but that speeder chase looked terrible, terrible on screen. It looked like they were going. You could have run faster than that. It, it looked like that episode of Seinfeld where George is on a rascal scooter. Yes, and the old people on the rascal scooter. That's exactly what it looked mm-hmm. like. The Vespa mm-hmm. gang here. Yeah. Well, oh my it was God. funny because going going back and editing our reaction video, you should have seen Les and I's face <laughs> while that scene was going on. Man, I've, that should have been our thumbnail because I was trying to not be negative, but I was like. I couldn't believe I was watching what I was watching. Yeah. I, look, I took I took some bullet points and I took some notes on on the cool things and things I didn't like. So the cool things here, I'm trying to be positive as much as I can. But uh, the cool things, the flashback storyline is progressing. That's cool. Like we're finally progressing the flashback. The rancor was cool. Um, seeing seeing Steven Root and Danny Trejo in Star Wars was rad. Um, I liked. F- that Fennec had more dialogue and she's more involved kind of. Um, and she's, she's cool. So those are the cool things that I liked about the episode. Now, the things I didn't like, um, now I had black chrysanthemum. I had that and my cool things, but then thinking about it, I don't think they should have brought him back for this episode, right after we just saw how he was in the last episode. And there was such a buildup and such a, such that he's getting this like, like street legend, you know what I mean? And then you have him fight and you have him really get beat, even though he was biting people and shit. It was crazy. So I like the fact that he was in it, but I just think there was a mistake to bring him back so early after we just saw him. Um, that was just my opinion. I don't know. Having the well, huts like oh, his ahead, legend didn't have enough time to grow, right? Because it was growing, yeah. dude. It was growing. Yeah. People are all about him, um, and people were looking at fight though until he, the he trap was. door. He was, he was, he, and he, he was, was biting people win. and shit. He, he was, yeah, yeah, he would have won. He, he was going to kill them all <laughs> if, if, uh, unless if, unless Fennec shows up with an actual like a rifle and stuff like that. If she doesn't show up, he kills them all. Everybody, yes, dead. yes, 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 yes. But. I didn't like the, I didn't like the way he ran away. I watched it three times just that scene. It was just With like this, like it just looked really weird, man. I just like he just looks he looks around, looks left, looks right, and he just books it. And it was just like I thought it was cheapy, man. I don't know. Well, he, I don't know. he was just making sure he wasn't going to bump into the edge of the volume. 
Right. Uh, It was like, okay, you look left, look right, run, run, run. Okay, he's off screen. Go, go, go. Right. Exactly. I feel like on on community, there's an episode where they're in the dreamatorium and uh it's Abed and Annie. Uh Uh-huh. And he tells her it's really just better if you run in place and let the world move past you. Because they're mm. in this little room, right? That's exactly what right. I reminded. Yeah, me. yeah. It just it was a little weird, and it's it's interesting. I have the same exact things that you have. I put the Vespa crew seemed out of place, completely. Um, the Vespa the the Vespa crew seemed way too clean and neat for Tatooine, is what I put. And Especially I said, when the, they're bro- they're too broke to. <laughs> right they're all looking less thought we were watching it last night less thought they were like getting ready to go to a nightclub he's like is that a nightclub they're going into like what the fuck's going on so th- it just looked really weird the entire chase scene wasn't well executed at all i mean the special effects I, everybody commented the people that were trying to defend it on our youtube channel was like hey it was practical it was all practical effects they used practical effects well if you're going to use practical effects and, and it's going to look like that don't use practical effects. You know what I mean? Like you don't have yeah, to use yeah. practical effects just to say you use practical effects. Make it look cool. And it didn't look good. And it went way too long. You could have executed that chasing in two minutes. Because you were going around the, the, the city, the, you know, the, the bazaar or whatever. And it was just like you're going to circles. Like we, there was no depth in it. It was just done really, really bad. And, uh, it made me, and it made me realize, I mean, it made me feel... And this is, I'm going to get shit for this. And that last five minutes made me feel like I was watching a CW show. And I don't want to feel like that when I'm watching a Star Wars streaming show. And I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying the budget on Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian are insane comparatively to, you know, to CW shows. So that's, and I did not like to feel that way at all, at all. So that's, that's, that's my take. I didn't. I didn't enjoy the last half of that episode and, but that's okay. Like they can, not everything can be bangers, man. Like it's not the end of the world. And now our, my expectations are a little bit lowered. So the next two or three or hopefully four are going to be great. I have no that's, problems with it. That's the plan is to lower your expectations and everything else. <laughs> yeah. after that's great. Right. But yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the Vespa chase, I didn't like their, 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 their little scooters, the, the look of them. But if I was, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't fit. Doesn't fit being on Tatooine or Mos Espa or anything like that. But if you were to take them somewhere else, put them on Coruscant, Coruscant, like Coruscant. That, you're they're young kids. What else are you gonna do? I'm gonna load my little Vespa with chrome and bright colors and more mirrors than I fucking need. <laughs> less, you know, less, that less. kind of thing. So they're all I, too positioned too low to see in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just useless. Yeah, he's like, I, I, when he saw him in the mirror, I was expecting him to adjust like seven of them. Be like, this one, that one, this one, the zoom in one. Yeah, that one. So yeah, but uh, oh, and and, and I, I'm a sucker for car chases, you know, or bike chases, Vespa yeah. chases, whatever you want. It's I good. love that. Yeah, and 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 the reason why they have them, it seems so slow. Is that they're going through the middle of a like you said the bazaar? There's shit in the way. They're running into things, stuff like that. But it still felt they they didn't convey that idea. Like like in car chases, they put them in traffic because you have one car that you know can just lap the other one. But you put it in traffic so they can compete somewhat. And it right. it didn't. I didn't get that feel. It did seem a little bit 
off and the way that like the 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 girl at the end she like power slides into it i was like <laughs> i was like yeah. okay but i i dug it i dug it and the gang doesn't necessarily fit but if you look past how, what they look like essentially i i like the idea of what he's doing sure you know the yeah come work for me then you don't have a job i'll give you a job you seem you, you're thieves already so you're my kind of people that's how you so, build loyalty exactly right. yeah that's how you garner respect so i was i looked past how they looked and what they did and what they ride and all that and mm. i was like okay that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and also you don't want to see everybody being all i guess desert you know like you want them to be dirty constantly they were they were a bit too clean for my liking i, I yeah. agree yeah they look but like they just got haircuts dude yeah, they did yeah yeah they they did you... look very very fresh and tailored yeah so yeah I, I i i didn't hate it there are certain aspects of it that i'm like well maybe that's not the best choice but i didn't hate it. i i see all the all the all the hate that it's getting I was hoping for a bigger accident, but I did like him trying to start it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "I gotta go. I want to go. Let me leave." Right. So yeah, did, did yeah, they not? Yeah. Did they not like have that shot on that protocol droid? Did it feel like it lasted forever? Like we get it. He looks like three PO. We get it. He's he's like it. Just they stuck on him for like thirty seconds. It's like all right, move on. Like they were just like doing things to do things, just like to fill time. That's how I felt the last five six minutes was. The coolest part of that whole scene was Boba Fett coming down. Oh yeah, that was the coolest part because he's the up there just watching it, waiting. He's like, "Well, they're yeah, he's like crash at this some point." He's, yeah, he's like, "This all looks like shit. I'm gonna wait till the scene's done." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> King Tom, what'd you think? Okay, first of all, about the episode, I'm not saying that this is an excuse for issues people have with it, but I think last week's episode was so good. We're still living on that high, and. It's going to take a, an absolute home run to be on that level. Mm. Um, there were some things I did not like about this episode. I didn't like that they killed off the Tuscans, or at least most of them. I thought they were going to somehow weave that them into the, the current day story. Right. Um, and I, I'm not disappointed that that didn't happen. I just disappointed that they got rid of it that way. True, that's motivation for Boba, um, and. You know, he, he can use that. He can honor them. But we saw the Tuscans get slaughtered in Attack of the Clones. Um, Darth Vader took out a whole cut Tuscan camp in the Star Wars comics. Enough of the beaten up on the Tuscan Raiders. Um, I, and I, I, I hadn't been thinking it, but I really do like your idea, Raj, of the, the warrior uh, coming back at the end. Uh, but overall, I didn't like that. I did not like the speed of the chase. We, yeah, we've yeah. talked about that already. I did. I liked the look of the gang. Um, I liked how their their speeders were like those those cars at you know the carnival or the fair that go around in a circle. They have that like <laughs> yeah. fake metal, sparkly, bright colors. I love that ride as a kid, and I so I I dug that. I also liked the gags that they pulled off during the chase, like the thing with the painting, the protocol droid dragged on a yeah. bit too much, but like the yeah. one with the painting and some of the other things. Yeah, that was cool. Hit. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, that did seem like Star Wars. It, it, you know, th th there are little things like that in the pod race too, except the pod race goes about 300 times faster. Right. Um, so those those two things I, I did not really like. 
but overall, you know, at this this episode felt short, and I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted more. I want to know what happens next. I, I like I liked the parts with you know the, the fight, um, and I think, I fuck I forgot how to say his name. Black Crescenta. Black Crescenta. Yeah, I think Black Crescenta is going to come back. Uh, yeah, he's going to help. I think he's going to yeah, help because they they told him to you know sell him into in. To the gladiators, which in the comics that's where he came from, and he was you right. know fought all his life to get out of there. Um, I I liked the I liked the bits with the mayor's dude. I love the bits with Danny Trejo and the rancor, mm-hmm. and I am all for Boba riding a rancor Did in the you, final episode. You guys picked up on like when he said. You guys picked yeah. up on where he said I've written things three times or ten times as, as tall. He's talking about the holiday special. Yeah, yeah, that think, was cool. I think so. Yeah, he was talking so. about the the big dinosaur, whatever the hell that was in the holiday mm-hmm. special. Because he's like, oh, I've written things 10 times bigger than this. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, he's talking about that thing. Mm-hmm. That's rad. That was a cool so, callback. It, I don't, it, you know, it wasn't, obviously it was not as great as last week's episode. Last week's episode no. was one of the best Star Wars things we've gotten yeah. in a long time. But, you know, I, I'm happy we got it and bring on next week. Right, but there were some things I didn't yeah, like. and it's okay, you know, like yeah. it's okay. Like I, I, it's weird. It's like I felt bad not liking it as a Star Wars fan, but it's okay uh-huh. not to like Star Wars things sometimes. You know what I mean? Like right. we all get so like you can't because it's there's so it's so polarizing the fan base where right. you're either this side or that side, and it's okay to be in the middle. Well, I guess it's like that in the country too, but as, it's okay to be in the middle sometimes. You know what I mean? It's all good. As someone who liked it, I totally see where you're coming from, and yeah. I, I don't really disagree. Right. If, if you would have taken the last five minutes out, I would have went, yeah, it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, but I then think you the last that, five, that minutes. five minutes next week. I think. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> so there's so many things going on in Star Wars. There is the politics that go on, that went on, that led up to what we're at. There is the code of uh like a warrior's code and in, in the the battle that those the good and evil have to face there's a whole underworld um there's the bounty hunters there's the gangsters there's you know just the regular people so i i think there's so much going on that sometimes when they want to focus on telling a certain a, a certain story out of that or focus on it they kind of mess it up you know what I mean? They're trying to tell us a story about a gangster who is becoming a gangster. You know, the, the rise to power, the Scarface kind of thing. Or you've been watching Boardwalk Empire and you notice that, you know, Nucky has to rise up even higher than what he is and how right. he does it. And it's like, OK, is this a gangster story? Is this and are they even good at telling that story? Or are we well, supposed to less? I think they are. Boo's right. The story, the story in itself Mm-hmm. Even last episode, it was a really good storyline. I just think yes. the execution at the end what and it is. The, this game that bringing in yeah. didn't They're work. They're just not good at telling us the gangster story. Right. Well, they, they were. The family. They, yeah, they were in the episodes one and two. They were fine telling us the gangster see, story. That's where you're supposed to push them. So the fight with Black Crescenton should have been a little bit more impactful if yeah. he gra- got a hold of the gang. The new gang... And Black Crescenton rolls up on them and kicks their ass, or they catch him and they say, "Look, he was coming to kill you. We slowed you down." That would have built. Some, that would have been a little better than him right. going in there 
And I mean, it was great. It worked. Him snatching, you know, him breaking the back to tank open and in your sleep, you know, bringing back that line of sleep lightly, bounty hunter, that kind of thing. That was cool. But then to see, like, okay, now he's taking on all of these guys. Maybe he should have just went that way. That would have given given us more about the, the quote, gang. And and I get it. it. It does look like it's out of place. It completely looks out mm. of place. But if we're doing this gangster thing or we're doing this kind of amalgamation of all the different kind of cultures, you got to look at it like car culture, you know, like kids in the hood and people yeah. in the hood that, you know, they, they got their cars and they want to make them look good no matter what, no matter where you're at, you know, like, hey, this is my low rider, man. I, I take care of it. I don't care if I'm out here in California. Yeah, I think somewhere. that's what they were trying to portray. So yeah. I, I understand that it, it just didn't, it, it just clashed so much with mm-hmm. like, the dry backdrop of Tatooine. Like it's just sand yeah. everywhere. How the hell are you going to keep your car that damn clean? I guess they steal the guy's water all the time. So that's how they were making it happen. So it was kind of, that works. But again, please no more using the Tusken Raiders as just fodder. Yeah. As just fodder. Yeah. These guys robbed you. So now we're going to kill them all. Every time I look up, it's a mass murder basically, or just a, the, 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 their end is always the same. They're going to either get obliterated by some lightsaber du- dude wielding a lightsaber, or they're just going to get blasted out of the, just just completely blown off the map. And it's kind of sucks now, now that we've gotten a little bit more of a look into them. Like it's like, dude, I don't know if I'll ever be able to see that again or look at it the same. You know, it's just like before it was like we don't care, and now we know a little bit more. It's like. All right, man. You're just there's no reason to do this anymore. There really isn't well, a and reason. Pro- and props to them for making us feel for the Tuscan yes. Raiders because yes. we have always known them as savages. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. So props to them in two episodes making us feel bad that they just went down. Pretty that's and, pretty great. And then and you know what? And it, it would have been a little bit more. Uh, I, I would have had more uh, been more satisfied if the huts if we would have actually seen the huts ordering Black Crescent to attack Boba. You know, like just to see a little bit more of them, like going, you know, guys, make your move tonight. If you're going to focus it in this time and use, if you're trying to do like a gangster thing, and maybe I'm expecting too much. Maybe The Wire has influenced me too much. The Sopranos (laughs) has influenced me too much. You know, The Godfather, all of them, all of them, all the gangster style movies that are out there. Even the ones with like Jet Li and Jason Statham and they're doing high flying spin kicks. It's still gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? And like you kind of expect to see who gave the order kind of thing. Like we know they did it, but it'd be kind of cool to see them say something and like see yeah. a little interaction. I didn't like that them. they apologized. I didn't and like then that they Yeah, and then they go, Oh, but we're out of here because they don't want the smoke with another group. They're the huts, right? Don't they run shit? Like Yeah, well they're scared. They they're it scared doesn't of seem them. like it now. No. Yeah, no. how how's that? How are you? okay? So how are y'all the gangsters trying to crush my little empire? But then you're running saying, "Nah, you can fight the other guys. We're we're out. We're good." You and if you do this, and less if you read the High Republic books, King Tom can attest to this. The huts are spoken about in those books as they run the underworld. They run. They run all like illegal trade and everything. I expect. I expect. And that's hundreds of years ago. So. Wow, why right. would they just get up and right. leave? Either, either you're, you're big boy Caprice or your lips manless. Which are you, man? Like, what, yeah. what are you doing here, dude? So, well, one of the things they mentioned was that Tatooine's a turd. That is true. There's, yeah, it's not worth like, it. It's not worth it. 
This yeah. isn't worth it to us. Yeah. We've been lied to. Good it turns point. out there's this whole other factor that we weren't aware of. And there's just not enough here mm. to make the effort worth it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I guess I could understand that as far as the huts go. But then cool, again, man. I could also see if you're going to roll through on a litter, then you might as well just go all the way and just put your whole foot down and be like, this is our shit. dude." Like, that's it, man. And you work something out with Boba Fett. But that's just me. I just wanted I'm, to see them flex. I, I really did, man. I was curious at how they knew so quickly that that Black Kersantan had not succeeded in his mission. And they came to apologize and bring a rancor. I, I, I mean, what was the what was going to happen if they got there and the guy's like, nope, Bubba's dead. They're like, oh, they, well. They were going to move well, in and put the rancor in the I guess in the so, pit. Yeah. Yeah. In the so they well, left, they saw him in chains. So they leave the rancor to go. All right, we're out. Let's go. Yeah. Well, well, we don't know exactly how much time went by though, because there was a full set of food on the table. They all looked refreshed and relaxed. So it, so it could have been. Time. Yeah, it could have been. And, and, and it could have been three, that, four hours. And to beat that dead horse of the biker gang, kind of thing. Vespa uh, the, the, okay, so first of all, they looked like they were fast. They looked like Vespas. They looked like they should move a little bit quicker, but they move like choppers instead, mm. like big grand touring bikes. So they were like slow down kind very of thing. Fast, very fast, uh, So, you know, work in agility, but it just didn't work in general. I was like, isn't this, shouldn't this thing be, isn't that a speeder he's in? Les, Les had the best quote last night. He goes, where's the black one? Aren't they going to unite and make a Voltron? That's what they were missing. That's exactly what they were missing. It was legit a black, a big black one. A big black, like, beautiful. That would have been so rad, candy dude. Paint Power black, like, We had a lot of comments finish. saying, what the fuck was that, Power Rangers? Like That's a bowling ball awesome. finish, like a legit black obsidian, and then just have them in formation. <laughs> And have the the color streaks behind him, and you got Voltron. Like, I will give props. I, I will give props to Lesto. He called in our pre-show while we were recording. That's he true. said that Black Crescenta would be rad if he just pops up and tries to kill uh, Boba in this episode. Hell and it happened. It was Paul. red. Yeah, imagine that it's shit. Yeah, that was a, that was kind of scary. But well, yeah, that was rad. That was scary. Shit like, me. High step run off camera. Like <laughs> yeah, that wasn't like, cool. And I'm like. No, no, man, you should have him break the chains, like legit break the chains and look at everybody like I could have did this. Well, well he did. He looked that, he that looked at awesome. Boba. He looked at yeah. Boba like he was going to fuck him up, even at the end, Gosh. because I've watched him multiple times. He looked at him like, like, and he made a grunt. And then I thought he was just going to walk off slowly and he just fucking sprinted. <laughs> we finally got to see the scar that he has yeah. on his eye. Yeah, I, I think cool. he is trying to cover it up a little bit. And did anybody see... How fucking hard he backhanded uh, Boba into the back oh, attack. Yeah. Yes, yes. I had to watch that like two or three times. I was like, holy shit. And then you see Boba come back in his robe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's down there in the Rancor pit. I'm like, no, dude, you just got fucking owned a second ago. Yeah. How are you well, still standing? But when oh. he when he when he bit was was I was like, oh, oh dude, yeah. can you how bad that must have hurt. Right. Get him into the back. <laughs> but now all of a sudden, you're getting those other elements. You know, the gang is starting to muster. They're starting to, you know, the last few minutes we see, you know, the the big bus pulls in, and now everybody's getting off, and they're getting ready to quote go to the map, the pikes, all that stuff, and it's like that's a red okay, herring too. I, now I don't what think are the we getting? The, I don't think the pikes are the main. You main, think uh, it's crimson dawn? I think it's I hope, done. man. I hope so. There's, there's no, no way. 
Now, well, was yeah, anybody? It hasn't been said directly, so it's got it. They they they, right. they said it's just another syndicate. They haven't had, they haven't actually said the name. And and one thing, a callback to like uh, I think it was last week's episode. You know, you 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 have to get permission to kill a hut. Who the f- who gives that kind of permission? You know what I mean? I, right. I, I was wondering that. I forgot to ask last week, and I was like, wait a minute. Who gives permission to do right. that? It makes sense. You know, I'll tell you gangsters who. and you got some who, kind of boo. Kira, that's who. That's, that's who. what I'm that's what I was thinking. I was like, holy shit, who you gotta get permission from? So yeah. Right. So yeah, I I do I agree. I think it is Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what were you gonna say? Well, okay. So that actually leads me to something else. So like I'm watching Daredevil right now. And you know, you have these these three criminal elements where one of them should have asked for permission to kill this other one before he did. And, you know, maybe that's the kind of thing before you kill one of these people, you got to ask. Basically, you got to make sure all your other points of your trident are okay with it. Mm-hmm. But I, now, didn't who turned them on to that? It was the Pikes that because they told him that's who the mayor was with. And I thought that the, that went hand in hand. We've been lied to. There's another syndicate. The mayor's with the Pikes. Right. So th- th- maybe th- I, f- I was waiting for him to say Crimson Dawn. But whenever they said the mayor's with the Pikes, I'm like, well, okay. Was anybody surprised that the Pikes had to take public transportation? That yes. They didn't, yes. They didn't yes. have their own their own yeah was it like they got a they got a deal or something like they're all just coming out like hanging out with everybody else in their frequent flyers what kind of syndicate is that i i i saw it as a way of of uh infiltrating if you will not making a grand entrance not their own ship they kind of just infiltrate start to figure shit out and then they're gonna they're gonna be in in boba fett's stuff before you know it, they're going to be everywhere. They're going to start creating problems everywhere. Almost, you know, uh, I, I guess, you know, like a, like a parasite, if you will. That's what I think. I, I don't think it's going to be a direct war yet, like in the streets where they're just having shootouts or something like that. I think it's going to be more of almost espionage before it actually turns into a big old thing. I, I don't think it's going to be a war in which we think. I, I'm not sure if anybody wants that. If they can get it done with the least amount of carnage, I think that's their plan. So that's why I think they tried to uh, use, you know, you know, the Greyhound bus. That's why I think they were doing that. Yeah, and maybe to tell people, hey, we don't give a fuck. Like we're coming in public transportation yeah. with you, and we're going to walk out. We're here. Um, check us out and let people know that we're here. We don't give a. There's like 20 of us. Yeah, yeah. It was like a party bus. <laughs> Uh, I I mean I didn't hate the episode. It just they're just yeah, the elements it of it that I I was surprised at. I, I agree. but the thing that really gets me is the Tuscans being being mm. killed. That's I right. I know we already talked about it, but that that really bugs me because I just said uh, we recorded the motivators a couple of nights ago that I really really hope that they get an ending that. Like it's lifts them up. I think and maybe they still s- can. Maybe yeah, they're not you're all going to see the warrior and the kid. I think you're going to see both of them. That's what I, I hope. think. I yeah. hope so. I think now so. here's something during the fight with black Crescent, mm-hmm. when he gets stabbed in the calf, listen, 
I don't care who you are. If you get stabbed with a pointy thing in your calf muscle, you're going down. For sure. And you're not going to walk normally after that. Or sprint if you, off. If you manage to stay <laughs> on your feet even, I just, that's that's the one thing that I, I everything else about the fight I could was conceivable, but that was, that was the one. Right. But, yeah, well. Well, I can't wait to the last, uh, what we got, four more left? Yeah, four, four more. Yeah. So let's see where this thing goes. I swear that if they have Boba play his own sister or his <laughs> own daughter uh, and he comes down the stairs and he's like, Fennec, is that you? And it's just him wearing lipstick on his helmet. <laughs> I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> Back to the future, uh, too, everybody. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was one of my things when my uh, my negatives was it reminded me of Back to the Future, too, but not in a good way. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I wrote. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks, man. Well, I, I hope people um, I hope people enjoyed some aspects of it. You know, like, you know, like Eric said, I didn't hate it. I just it's the bar has been raised so high now with the Mandalorian. And now these two last the two episodes before that, when you get something like this, it's kind of like, oh, So real quick, man, I stumbled across this and uh, Sophie Thatcher, who played um, the lead singer of Paramore in this, she was rumored to be uh, up for season three of The Mandalorian. This was from Empire in uh, October of 2020. And uh, because they weren't sure, I guess, what was going on with Book of Boba Fett, but she was rumored for a role yeah it's a year and some change ago so that's kind of neat she's a cool uh, man she's definitely taking on the paramore lead singer deal because in uh yellow jackets she plays uh one of the prominent characters and you could pretty much say the same thing yeah she has the and same I mean, she has the good way. Down. I, I, hey i liked her she was, I think cool. she she was the best great, part of, yeah she was the best part of the whole backer gang and steven root having him i love how we're getting these these like they're not A-list actors, but they're really recognizable, great character actors. Yeah, he's phenomenal. If you haven't seen Barry, check it out. He's he's great in that. He's he's in Boardwalk Boardwalk Empire. He's in everything. He's really good. Um, yeah. So oh, one last thing I'll say, man. I like yeah. seeing Boba have a heart. Yes, I, I like the humanity. Yes. Why are people tripping about that? I don't. I don't know. Somebody said on our channel that it looks like the Sarlacc pit uh, took Boba's balls as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it would take your balls if you ever like, get swallowed yes. by something and you have to fight your way out of its innards. Yeah. I'd and I will go back to what I said last week. Where have we ever seen Boba not be this way? Or the other way. We haven't seen it in, in canon. So, I mean, the only thing that we've seen him be a dick, like a hardcore dick, was the holiday special. But other than that, um, he hasn't been. So get your head cannon out of the way and just think about like what your head it, cannon out of your ass cannon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like get it out of your way. Like that's what's that's what's making you think that Boba's such a badass. We've never seen him be a badass. We've seen Django be a pretty cool badass, but not Boba. He's seen nothing but fucking 
his dad dying in front of him and getting his head cut off, his dad taken off constantly from him. He's raised by a bunch of long necks. Come on, man. <laughs> long necks. My necks. <laughs> They're coming for you, dude. No, I'm sorry. Hey, we got an email from OG Rob, and I think it has a lot to do with Star Wars. So, Les, let's go OG Les reading OG Rob. Oh, don't don't ever say that to my name. (laughs) Ever. OG Les? (laughs) Yeah, no. All right. Click, click. Click, click. Whatever you Um, I don't remember what you said. That's what y'all heard. Not me, man. All right. Him. (laughs) Hey, Sith List. Hope your New Year's off to a great start, or at least a little better than mine, as covering people's COVID absences has pretty much taken over my life. Right. It's been a while since I've written in, but since we started the Thursday meetups, I feel like my connection to the show is still intact. Mm. Nevertheless, I wanted to say hi to everyone and let you know about some plans I have for 2022. Mm. I'm almost done with the second Thrawn book, so given the fact that I'm now into now into Star Wars literature and purchased an Adidas-branded R2-D2 shirt, it's pretty, pretty clear <laughs> they can pretty much be classified as a super fan. You're in. So here's what's next. Step one, podcast, but only if it's cool with King Tom. For a name, I was thinking OG Rob's Throncast, or as Sal suggested, the Grand Admiral Throncast presented (laughs) by OG Rob. It's kind of a tribute to Don Cornelius' Soul Train and Don Kirshner's rock concert. Oh, yeah. Step number two, cosplay. Not sure about a character yet, but given my Asian heritage, I'm thinking about Chiru Imwe, Donnie Yen's character from Rogue Mm -hmm. One. Hondo Onaka has got to be an Asian guy, so that might be another option. I will definitely need Sal's help if I go with that. Yeah. Step three. This is all in his journey to become a super fan, I guess, of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, collectibles. I'm looking at an affordable entry point here. Hashtag teacher salary. So maybe keychains or refrigerator magnets. <laughs> and then step four. Merchandise. Look for the full line of shirts and hoodies on Public. This is all going to be word of mouth as there will be no Twitter, Facebook, or any other social media presence. And this may not be the smartest market marketing decision, but for the sake of sanity, it seems the right move for me. I'll let you know how it works out. Thanks for the great podcast. Stay safe. OG Rob. P.S. Looking forward to seeing you all at Celebration. Please be sure to stop by my booth and say hi. <laughs> what a bastard. The Throncast. The Grand Admiral Throncast by, presented by OG Rob. Thanks, OG Rob. I think you may, he's asking for you to be his co-host, King Tom. Yeah. Well, King Tom's <laughs> going to run. I mean, he's going to, he has to get permission to even have it. He has yeah. permission. Oh, whatever you want, OG Rob, whatever makes you happy. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's not enough, there's not enough Star Wars podcasts out there. So, so yeah, man, jump in. It'd be great. Well, thanks, buddy. Um, let's jump into some, before I want to do boo bits, I do want to do a moment of sound for three Three greats that we lost. Uh, I, Betty White, we didn't talk about last week. Um, I did put a little intro and I did put an outro on, on the podcast. And Sidney Poitier, which one of the greatest actors and most influential actors of our time. And also just recently, Bob Saget, which um, if you've ever watched Full House or if you ever watched uh, America's Funniest Videos or if you ever seen his stand-up, which he is... Definitely one of the funny, one of the funny ones out there, and one of the most dirty ones out there. He, uh, yeah, he passed away uh, un- unbelievably. And I, I watched Jimmy Kimmel's tribute to him today, and man, was it rough to watch. Uh, Kimmel did an intro before a show, and he broke down maybe nine times. I guess they're very, very close. Uh, it was uh, if you 
have the time, take a, take a look at that. Um, it talks about what kind of man he was and how great of a person he was. And Sidney Poitier, uh, gosh, there wouldn't be, gosh, there wouldn't be any actors, African-American actors where they're at if it wasn't for him and the roles that he played. And Betty White was just Betty White. She was awesome. She was fantastic. And she was funny until the end. So big moment of sound for those three um, actors, comedians. And uh, yeah, sucks. This is kind of random, man. Um, I don't know if you guys ever watched The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. Yes. I watched it on Nick uh, and Knight. Yeah, Dwayne Hickman passed away a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he played Dobie. Yeah. Yes. He's 87. Oh. And, uh, that's a that's yeah. a really interesting show, man, for its time. It's uh, a great show, man. Yeah. I watched Donna Reed. I watched Toby Gillis. I watched a couple, bunch of other ones during it. Like there was Nick and Knight was very popular at that time uh, when I was in high school. And I remember Bob Denver was in Toby Gillis, if I'm not mistaken. He was the beatnik, right? Yeah, yeah. Maynard G. Krebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less, less saying no, but yeah. No, no, no. It, what is is it? Bob Denver or what's his? Is it? I, th- I think it's Bob Denver, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, Bob Denver. He's the Bob guy Denver, who yeah. played Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not John Denver. There Kevin we go. Rhodes I was guy. like, I, they're cousins, aren't they? Or, or related? I don't know. They're both last yeah. name Denver. I, I don't know. That's all I know. Yeah, but uh, that sucks. I didn't know that. So yeah, yeah. That's a great show. It really was. Um, we got an email from Chad. Uh, hey, Sith listeners. It's been a long minute since I wrote. I remember Chad used to write all the time. What's up, Chad? Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. do a damn good job of covering everything, so hadn't had to. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. We still want to hear from you, Chad. I just yeah. had to check that you were all watching Station Eleven. The show hit mm-hmm. me hard. Hard caps. It's amazing, and I haven't even seen the finale. Anywho, please check it out, and I'll hit you up again when it's over. Chad, I haven't watched it, but I saw the trailer, and it looks fucking crazy. And it's on HBO. HBO is pretty good, man, with picking their shows. So I will definitely check that out. Thank you very much, Chad. Uh, Les, is that something you've seen? I know you're all over. No, I I want to get into it. I really do. I've been waiting. Uh, There's a couple of the shows I'm trying to finish, and then I think I'll. I'll go ahead and binge that up soon. Yeah, that looks crazy. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, Boo, let's give me some bits. Last week's bits turned into some kind of perverted Game of Thrones shenanigans. Let's see what we got this week. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we do have some Boo bits. Uh, the first one is let me, uh, let me, let me put this correctly. Uh, we, we know of some people who have some, uh, uh, insider information won't say who, mm-hmm. but insider information on the Batman. Oh, um, it, because the Batman has just received its PG 13 rating. Oh, no. So I wonder what those, those people would think exactly. Exactly. Mm. So that's so, yeah, you know, just to put that info out there that it has received its PG 13 rating. <laughs> so I'm wondering if those people who have who have well. Have some insider information. We can't the say movie. they've seen it, boo. I'll, no, of course not. They might get nobody's sued. seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, nobody's seen it because it comes out in March. So yeah, right, nobody's right, seen right, it. Right, but right, right, I'm wondering if those people who have insider information would approve of the PG-13 rating. Mm. So, um, yeah. I'm thinking because maybe I got a visual clue that they would mm. say yes. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. The, the one person that isn't here. Um, well, there's a lot of people that aren't here, really. But the one person that is in here, um, 
was trying to spoil the actual movie for me constantly throughout the weekend because I was asking questions because I was drinking a little bit. Because curiosity drank, killed the cat, damn it. You yeah, but it didn't. No. It didn't. I didn't get spoiled. So there you go. Yeah, don't don't look into things you don't want to see. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was interesting. Um, what is it? Uh, speaking of movies that are coming out, uh, Denzel uh, has confirmed that he's working on uh, the Equalizer three. Hmm. Um, so he's going to continue the the, the franchise with, uh, with Queen Latifah. Yeah, oh God, don't do that. They're going to get together. Um, don't you fucking dare! Maybe that's um, a successful show on Channel Two, The Equalizer. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, CBS yeah. Channel Two for us here in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's hoping to get uh, Antoine uh, Fuqua to uh, to return as director because the second one, what'd you call? The second him? one was pretty shit. The second one was pretty bad. The second one was garbage. Yes. Yeah, the first one's great. First one's fucking great. Man. Yeah. So uh, second one anything... was a bunch of poo poo. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope, but I hope. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess this worked for Liam Neeson. You know the almost like the revitalization of of uh, his career as a. It's called the, old man action era, dude. Yeah, it, and that's, he's coming out that's with like what another one right now. Yeah, yeah, he's coming out with like another one. I, I forgot what the name of. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like Blacklight or something like that, where he's like a grandpa instead of the dad mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm like, oh, good it's lord! It's called the Percolator. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus! I saw that uh, uh, Bruce Willis is in a movie uh, like that with Shannon Doherty. So uh, I don't know Willis who I feel is, bad for, Bruce Willis or Shannon Doherty. I I, I don't know if Bruce Willis needs to pay his taxes or <laughs> or or something, or he has a ton of debts because he's just pumping out these movies and they all look awful. They they yeah, like go straight to video on demand. Um, they, I, it almost seems like they're going straight to DVD kind of thing. Awful. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what the hell he's doing. There, there might be a diamond in the rough out of one of those, but it doesn't seem like it. Uh, he needs to just do what everybody else is doing and just keep going to the diehard well. Just, yeah. Just, just yeah. reboot, I, I'd watch extend, it. retcon, mm-hmm. keep it going, McLean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> McLean lost all his hair. He's, you know, he's, what, he, what, he, he, he lost all his hair in the first movie. Yeah, no, no, but but he lost all his hair. Then he had a movie with his daughter in it. Then he had a movie with his son. Now he needs to go into the grandkids. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know what he's doing. So yeah. Um, speaking of, I don't know what he's doing. Who's seen the raid? Yeah, I have, and I know yes. what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So the raid is a beloved, beloved action movie. Mm-hmm. Beloved because it's awesome. Great fight sequences. Choreography is awesome. If you like just, you know, tight space fights, great action, stuff like that. Highly recommend it. So Gareth Evans is going to reimagine the raid with Michael Bay for <laughs> Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Patrick Hughes is going to direct and it's going to be set in Philadelphia. So there's another movie. There's another movie called I think it's District 13. I don't know yeah. if anybody's seen it. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I've seen I've seen District 13. Awesome movie. It's a great Love movie. It. It's it's similar to this. There's a lot of parkour. There's a lot of action. You know that 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 hallway stuff. The story is kind of meh, but whatever. Uh, but the action's great. It's a French movie. Awesome. They remade it with uh, Paul Walker. I think it's like in in the bricks. 
or something like that on yeah, the yeah, I know what yeah. Or, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Not as not as good. I just hope that this does better than than that. Cause yeah, because uh, the Paul Walker yeah, one, what didn't it end inside of an ice rink that was fluorescent colors or something? No, that was a different one. Oh, that okay. was and that that was a Running Scared, and running that was scared. a pretty solid movie. That was okay. Running Scared, wasn't that with uh, there's Billy two. Crystal and there's Gregory two. Hines? Yeah, oh, there's okay. that one, and then there's the other one. Uh, <laughs> right. There's the Paul Walker one, and then the gotcha. um, Billy Crystal one. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I, okay, I do know first of all, scared, you don't yeah. Michael Bay the raid. You don't. You just don't do that because that means that 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 just doesn't. That's not the raid. That's the what raid I'm is. It's very slow mo raid. It, that, see, no, that's what but I not only want. that, what are they going to end up doing? Blowing up the whole building and killing yeah, everybody exactly. in it? Like, <laughs> is that that's the only way you're going to re reimagine or remake this thing? Or if you keep the elements, I don't even understand. Unless, what are they going to do? Like, uh. Your 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 drug squad going in because that's the premise of the mm-hmm. raid is that you, they went in on on the premise of we're going to take this drug dealer down. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in on it now. We got to fight our way out of this whole thing. So the cops got screwed. It's down to basically two one and a half cops, and he's got to fight his way out. So it's like, and he's got to fight every floor. Everyone there is to kill you. Every single person in there is built to kill you, or it's all geared toward hurting you. Michael Bay could do something with that, with a ton of explosions and slow-mo. And it kind of makes me wonder if he'll get, if we could DH Van Damme and get the mullet back from hard target. Put that in there. You got to have that element if that's what we're going to do here. But that that just sucks for Iko Uwes, who's a a great, he's the lead Mm -hmm. actor in the raid. I thought he was trying to cross over and be more of a, you know, get to learn English more and, be more, be more of, of an, an interna- international guy, international, you know, because yeah. he's got the talent to do so. Yeah. He mm-hmm. can, if they're going to do it for Netflix, he can draw for Netflix. Like it's not too out of the, it's not crazy, you know, it's not an, a far fetched thing, but I really hope they find a way to include him in it at least. I think, I think they will. I think they will. Cause I, I think him and the raid go hand in hand where you'll be like, yeah, the raid. And you immediately remember him doing awesome shit, snapping some dude's now, neck, doing I'm something. Gonna say, there was a sequel, wasn't there? There yeah, was a sequel, but it was yeah. different than that one. It was more of him going deep undercover into the, the oh, gangsters and all gotcha. that. Um, a lot longer. Right. Uh, but uh, what was I going <laughs> to say? Um, if, if you guys are looking for what a Michael Bay version or touch of Michael Bay version of the raid would be no, no one should ever be looking for any touch of Michael there's Bay. a movie called mile 22 with uh Mark Wahlberg and equal Uwe's and it's just it's pretty much that and it's set in the United States it's it's got all the bells and whistles if that's what a reimagining would be and it has equal Uwe's in it so you can watch that one instead a lot, a lot, a lot more guns and explosions there you than go. that yeah, it, and it's like an hour and twenty minutes or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like quick action. You you you're you'll you'll breeze through it. And be like, all right, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mile 20, and, and it's got a who's who of actors. What is mm-hmm. it, John 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 uh, Malkovich? It's Malkovich, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Lauren think, Cohen uh, is I there. Think, uh, what's her name? The, Ronda uh, Rousey's yeah. in it. Ronda Rousey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, can find, that, that there it is. They already made the movie. They don't have to. They don't have to do it again. Let's <laughs> leave it alone. Netflix done, it's done. already done done yeah <laughs> speaking of probably not having to make the movie uh Kanye west is making a three-part or a trilogy i guess 
Netflix documentary called Genius. So it's J E E N Y U H S. I don't. I, don't, I, yes. I hope I said that right. Genius. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's also going to be coming to theaters. So maybe, oh, maybe some 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 award uh, award pieces maybe in the future. I don't know. So yeah, I have no idea what good, the fuck that's about. Sure. He's very humble usually, so I'm glad he's like stepping out finally. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever he wants to do. Oh man! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fucking Kanye. Yep. <laughs> How many times have we said over the last like five years? Fucking Kanye. <laughs> Too many. That should be his next album. <laughs> Fucking Kanye. <laughs> How many times do you think Jay-Z, like sleeping in bed with Beyonce, and then at night, right before he goes to bed, he just goes like, Fucking Kanye. And you know what? The first time he did it, Beyonce was like, don't ever mention that name again, man. <laughs> That's done. true. And he's That's like, true. I won't say shit. <laughs> yeah, he's so, like, okay, you're right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think some of the, a TV show to look forward to is uh, Hell or High Water. Yeah, I saw that today. TV series adaptation. What Sadly for Fox, Fox, though. So I think it's going to be on, on uh, what is it? Uh, Network television? Network television. Oh, yeah. Forget what, it. What's Hell or High Water? Oh, man. It was oh. with Chris Pine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The bank, such, the bank robber. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And Fantastic. Tommy Lee Jones, right? No. Uh, it's was, Brolin, isn't it? It's Brolin. No. no, 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 no. The guy from True Grit, um, the old guy. You get you guys Jeff know Bridges. What I'm talking about. Yeah, yes. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff great, Bridges. Great movie, like The Marshal or something like that. Yes, awesome, yes, yes, yes. awesome movie. Very. That was good. such yeah. a good movie. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's getting a cool. TV series right in the works at Fox. So that should be that should be interesting. We talked about uh, what is it? Uh, Star Wars Jedi two whatever they're going to call it looks like we're going to get an announcement for it sometime this year and the quote from uh was it giant bomb is that it's going to be expect to hear about the game in a significant way before e3 such a shitty name for a company that makes fucking (laughs) giant bomb giant bomb yeah yeah so Let's hope. All right, let's hope cool. they're right, and let's hope that we actually get that. Right. Do I have cool. anything else? I think that might be it. Great. I think Great. that might be okay. it. Okay. Thank you, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A couple things in the uh, comic book TV movie news. I know Doctor Strange reshoots were a big deal a while ago. People are like, "Oh, oh, the movie's gonna suck. Rami is gonna is fucking it up." It's absolutely not that. They are trying to redo some scenes to make it work through the multiverse kind of situation. It's going to be a shit ton of cameos. The Hollywood Reporter is even uh, writing about this, and they're saying that it might be our first glimpse of the Fantastic Four in this MCU. So there's all kinds of rumors. Uh, Les and I and Randy were talking about this in the car. It's all kinds of crazy stuff that could happen. Uh, So... Don't freak out over the reshoots, guys. Uh, Doctor Strange 2, I have a feeling, is going to be pretty amazing. And Spider-Man news, uh, Garfield is starting to talk about how he would love to reprise the role. So I think this is going to happen, man. I, I think the, the audiences loved him so much. 
Um, this is what he had to say. Uh, He's talking to entertainment tonight. It's a character that's always going to be so meaningful to me and so beautiful to me. And again, it comes back to service. Uh, he told entertainment tonight. I think there's a way because that's what the character is all about. He's all about serving the greater good and serving the fellow people, serving humanity and all life. So, and the character in a way that feels like it's of service to the audience, of service to themes, and Stan Lee injected that character with, I'm open, of course, I'm very, very open, and would be very, very special, and it would be very, very, very meaningful and fun and joyful. I liked doing No Way Home. This dude is on board, uh, and I think this is going to be great. It's going to be great to have Spider-Man that way and Spider-Man that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, it's cool. It's cool, man. I, I, I can't wait till they do something with him. I think it's going to be big. King Tom, are you excited about this at all after watching No Way Home? Yeah, um, they seem to know what they're doing, and I think if Marvel gives Sony their little playground, you know, they they keep them separate, um, I think that could be very exciting. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Before we leave, I had a joke, a construction joke. I don't know if you guys want to hear it, but I'm still working on it, so I can't. All right, guys, we oh, will catch what? I, 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 I thought it was going to be it's not worth the buildup or something like oh, that. Well, that's or, a good one. That's a good one. That's or, a good one. Or, or not worth the, the, the something. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you look like you want to say something, but I think your look pretty much says it all. No, I don't. Yeah. Guys, thanks for tuning in to episode number 284. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, find me grinding away on Red Dead Online on the Xbox oh. Live Network. I thought that was going to go somewhere else, bro, when you said grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where we motivate badly. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Nice. Carlos Borgway, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? You can find me live tweeting my taste test of a 2012 vintage bottle of NyQuil on Twitter at Tom Chansky. <laughs> Just every time comes solid. Les, where can people find you? You can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs. No, I'm joking. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LesMore78. Tell me you... Oh my goodness. Nelly, hello? The guy with the band-aid? Wow. You can find me at the Sith List, guys. Please check us out on YouTube and check out SithList.net and click things. For Randy, uh, I'm going to give all his information out right now. I think we should. No, we won't do that. <laughs> guys, tune in next week to episode number 285. We'd love to have you right here on the Sith List.
It's an old English folk song, and I hope you like it. There was an old farmer who sat on a rock, stroking his whiskers and shaking his fist at his neighbors who sat on their ricks, teaching their children to play with their kite strings and marbles in the old days of yore. Along came a lady who looked like a decent young lady and walked like a duck. Said she discovered a new way to bring up the children to sew and to knit. The boys in the stables were shoveling up contents of stables left after the hunt. The carman was feeling a nice piece of straw from the stables, cleaning the walls. In came the dairymaid to play with his dog in the dairy where she did belong. If you think this is dirty, well, you're fucking well wrong.